Black and gold, 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 black and gold, black and gold. Do you have wishes? I have them for you because I have the wishman. Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal. Daddy. Daddy. beautiful i'm amazed that why you chose this out of all the i mean here's i understand why you chose this because wonder woman 1984 1984. have a significant soundtrack nope it's all hans zimmer it's all hans zimmer all the time i love hans zimmer but like use an 80s song my dude yeah so literally like i looked up the soundtrack and when i look up the soundtrack this is what comes up and i said black and gold we know what that's from it's fine so let's do it Five. Yeah. So we are watching 1984 19, this week. 1984, Wonder Woman 1984. Mm-hmm. Um, because we are so, okay. We are in the midst, in the midst, in the fog of Women's Week. The fog of Women's Week. Uh, well, it's Women's Day. It's Women's International Day today. It is. And it is also Women's Month. I didn't make a post, but I meant to. But I might make one tomorrow to be like, oh, you thought Women's Day stopped? Even though Women's Day continues for all time because women birthed you? Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> also, I just now realized the irony of today. What? We're going to talk about it. So literally, I woke up this morning and I came out and I talked to Jaria and I said, so half of my tampon got stuck. Oh my God, Yeah. <laughs> That is irony on a Women's Day of all days. On Women's Day of all days. Because I, I woke up and I was like, something feels off. And then I took out my tampon and it was half still there. Which I don't know how your body just decided to like mm, deteriorate this piece of cotton inside of me. It literally broke it off like a shark. Like That's crazy. Like, I don't know why. I don't, I, that's never happened to me before. I don't, but honestly, I don't wear it. This is my fucking thing. Is I'm like, men... Stop using white male bodies as the mm-hmm. baseline for modern medicine because women's bodies do fucking wild ass shit. Mm-hmm. No matter the race, no matter whatever, like women's bodies fucking will. My mom started growing a piece of bone out of the middle of her soft palate. Yeah. Yeah, you told me that. Like, that's fucking wild. You told me that. I think women's she ate her bodies, twin, but like. Women's bodies have no standard so please try to make women's bodies the standard because if you're starting with no standard you'll be able to find more in you'll, medicine yeah i promise you you will cure prostate cancer when you figure out your ovarian cancer because uh x and x is is more is stronger than x and y yep yeah, it just is just is mm. anyway so we're talking about wonder woman 1984 we loved the first wonder woman we do love the first wonder woman 1984 done I mean, by the same you? director patty jenkins patty written jenkins. by very different people which we're not going to say is the difference between the two movies but it is yeah um i'm pulling up the trailer right now um oh god there are okay so there's the official trailer and then there's the official main trailer Hi. And then there's the honest trailers, which I've already watched. Oh my god, I love honest trailers. I think we should watch. We should watch an official trailer, and then we should watch an honest trailer. Really? We're just gonna call out honest trailers like that? Yeah. 
Listen, it'll get through a lot of the key facts that we want to talk about. Sure. Okay, I'm down for it. We've never done this before, but let's do it. Yeah, hang on. I love honest trailers, especially because we've been watching a lot of trailers that have the, like, quintessential 90s, early 2000s, like, you're watching a trailer right now. Vibe? Vibe, yeah. Because this is... Oh, my God. I... mm, We're going to get into this movie. Um... No, it hasn't, Gal Gadot. Have you ever been in love? I, I don't think I actually ever saw the trailer for this movie. Mm. I've somehow managed to avoid a lot of trailers. Mm. That makes sense. The trailer's is way more 80s than the movie is. Oh, well, a thousand percent. And it has synth. It has synth. Where was the synth in the actual fucking movie? I don't know. I love Hans Zimmer, but like, at the dire- it is the director's job to actually add That's in like synth. 80s movies to a movie that is set in 84. I remember there was such a big thing about the wedges. They were like, wedges were so popular in the 80s. And I was like, That's not what I think of when I think the 80s. No, it's not. Wedges are popular now. Yeah. They're not more popular now. No one should be wearing wedges. Those are not his hands. Those are not. No, they're not Chris Pine's hands. They are not Chris Pine's hands. But I fucking love Chris Pine. Yeah. I guess that was the. Actually, this is a pretty good trailer. It is good. Pedro Pascal. It showed the people you needed to see, the moments that were like, ooh, this is intriguing. Yeah. No, that's why I was really excited for this movie. This was a really effective trailer, which just makes me sad that it wasn't an effective movie. Yeah, that's why you watched the trailer. Damn. Because here's the thing. This was when they gave just enough yeah. to where you knew. It shows the And they didn't give it in order. Yeah. They gave away certain points of pivotal fight scenes, but other than that, it was, like, fine. Mm-hmm. But you don't actually know what's happening from this trailer. No. It's actually You're a like, really good trailer. moments. It's just the best moments of what, uh, mm-hmm. of the fight scenes, which mm-hmm. don't tell the story. Mm-hmm. Damn. So it was supposed to come out June 5th, 2020, and it did not. It did not because COVID. Because COVID happened. Um, and now we're going to watch the Honors trailer. Hopefully there is not. Oh, oh no, this is CinemaSins. This is CinemaSins. No, 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 no. I went away from CinemaSins. It started oh, to Oh, okay, okay. Yes, so the CinemaSins is 20 minutes. This is five minutes. After almost a year without a major DC or Marvel release, AT&T delivered a blockbuster <laughs> spectacle. I kind of love honest trailers. Yeah. Christ. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's good. Did you love Patty Jenkins' earnest take on Wonder Woman set against the backdrop of World War One? Well, skip to the 80s for no reason and crank up the wacky hijinks, but also crank up the sincere romance. Yup. you're at it, crank up some big CGI cat fights. Yup. Cranking up the political allegory. Yup. To crank up the girl power. I fucking love on trailers. It's so good. Waiting for the plot to get going. <laughs> Why is there random opera? Yeah, I don't know. 
Also, I went to the Smithsonian. There was not an astronaut just walking around. I'll dress as an opera. That's uh, an opera for you. <laughs> I'll dress as an astronaut for you. And a trip to the same mall from Stranger Things. Catch up with Wonder Woman. She's gone from White. I was wondering if it was the same from Stranger Things. I don't have a TV person. I don't have a TV. Ma'am, you have several. Diana is still not over that guy she knew 70 years ago for a couple weeks tops. Me neither. He comes across a magical wishing. What? I said wishing rock. Not where would you it, get that idea? It does kind of look like that. It does. She'll wish to hook up with Steve one more time. Oh, always. It's Chris Pine. Life. Just some random dude whose body she'll use like a sex doll while his mind is trapped in the sunken place. Had a movie too end up more problematic than a Rob Schneider movie. Please I love honest travelers. Watch this gal take down Max Lord, a blonde haired, orange hand con man who can't be a stand-in for Donald Trump. No. Because this one loves his son, he'll gain the witch wings <laughs> power to make people's hair blow softly in the wind. Donald Trump is the son. <laughs> the hair does blow softly in the wind. Too far and set off a climax so chaotic, even the screenwriters don't know what's happening. No one knows. No one knows. Leading Wonder Woman to boldly sacrifice her love to stop other people's dreams from coming true <laughs> because we're all inherently selfish. And, uh, evil. You cannot have it all. You can only have the truth. Wow, that is grim. Are we sure the Snyders weren't more involved? Thrill as Diana it is very Zack Snyder-y. Yeah. She's a cute, funny, brilliant scientist who... Uh, never mind, she's a loser. <laughs> she drops things. Boo this nerd. Boo her. Fucking nerd. nerd. Watch as she drops her whole look and character arc. From that other DC nerd obsessed with the hero who becomes a villain. Mammals. The day of reckoning is coming. Not I'm the one. nerd. No. No. Those are Disney. Come on, Catwoman. Apparently. No, she is Catwoman. Apparently, Gal Gadot was like, what if Halle Berry was my love interest? Make that happen. Right? Greenlight the third movie again. That's my name, Maximilian. Don't wear it out. You look amazing. But no matter how exciting it is to watch CG Gal Gadot drown a jellicle, most of the film is them fighting the real bad guy of the movie. Bad guys. Come on, let me walk you home. I'm not going home. Hey there. How you doing? Hey there, beautiful. 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 Hey me? Don't cat call women, you guys. They'll literally turn into a cat and fight you. Maybe that was the point? So enjoy a classic be careful what you wish for story. So it's still it's targeted to men. Really yeah. Rubbish, so who cares? Ah. you likely watch from the comfort of your own couch I did. scrolled on your phone, which will come in handy when you have to Google what are Wonder Woman's powers again? Yep. made something invisible. And in 50 years I've only done it once. How did she make that plane invisible? Yes. They have. There are so many things that she was introduced to that he had seen during the last World War. Yeah. Free trial. I can't believe we killed the theater industry for this. We did. Uh, uh, we Amazon did. wish list. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Durr, what's a trash can? Yeah. I was good, but I can't be better. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Washington, D.C. tourism video. Oh, yep. yeah. Yep. Oh, I found my oh, stop. 
dropping the microphone. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about that. Let's watch Sky High. Yeah, okay. How is the crowd a more exciting series about a Princess Diana? <laughs> okay, so that was the honest trailer. Um, it's so just- yeah. Actually, the trailer for this movie is great. The honest trailer for this movie, phenomenal. Phenomenal. It gets through all of our major points because honestly, okay, do you want to go plot by plot or do you just want to go through the issues? So let's go through the issues. Okay, okay, okay. Let's kind of first go through what we liked. Okay, what I like about this movie. I love Gal Gadot. I love Gal Gadot. She is a perfect Wonder Woman. She is a perfect Wonder Woman. She was Miss Universe. She's Miss Universe. She She brought her children on set. She She was like, she on set was like, no, truth is what I want to teach my children. Yeah. If you cannot achieve greatness through doing great acts... Because she goes, she, like, Gal Gadot was like, a lot of teenagers just want to achieve fame. You yeah. cannot get to that point unless you do something truly great, which is something you are passionate about. I'm mm-hmm. like, Gal Gadot, you are Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're strong. You're talented. She oh. is amazing. She, 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 okay. So, Gal Gadot was, was, was in Miss Universe. Mm-hmm. She also was in Mossad because she's Israeli. So, mm-hmm. she fought in the Israeli military for two years. She filmed both I, no she definitely filmed one pregnant mm-hmm. she filmed the first wonder woman pregnant and then filmed the second wonder woman five months pregnant did she really yeah she did yeah that makes sense um so her, so her children were on the set of this movie and then she was also pregnant during this movie and she's yeah. like i would never go back and i'm like you did this twice you did it twice you did it twice so Gakudo amazing amazing i love her i love her so which is much. actually really sad why patty jenkins the director and writer of the second movie not the first but mm-hmm. director and writer of the second movie didn't get greenlit for the first movie for the third yeah it was supposed to be a four a four movie series mm. she didn't get greenlit for the third or the fourth movie she got greenlit for the second based off her directing in the first yeah but the first was written by truly phenomenal writers yeah. and then directed by her and i agree that patty jenkins knows how to make a make a super look great yes her directing is immaculate it is writing um oh by the way um so today just so you guys know we're drinking froze yeah um we didn't we didn't say we normally open up the bottle but i had to blend it before so blending is not a pretty sound yeah blending is not a pretty sound so we we can put the recipe up um yeah, you did it good. So we used the Scout wine, right? Yeah. So we used, so we used the Scout rosé of like two episodes ago. And it was because we had an extra bottle. And it was really good. And so she she basically froze it and then added a frozen orange and frozen blueberries. No, so I added frozen mangoes and strawberries. Oh, mangoes and strawberries. Yeah, mangoes and strawberries. And then we also had some frozen, we had some pre-frozen cranberry juice. It was great. Um. So that's in here. And then ice. So it does kind of taste, it tastes like a smoothie. It's tropical, it tastes like Jamba Juice, but I love it. Yeah, it's, it's Jamba Juice that gets you hyped. Hyped? <laughs> I'm a bro in all sense. Yeah, you are. Um, so that's what you, we are drinking today. Um, but, like, okay, we love Gal Gadot. We love Chris Pine. 
Yes. We love Chris Pine. We we stand for Chris Pine. I we love actually, Pedro. Ba- so all of the actors in this yeah. movie we love because Pedro Pascal also immaculate. immaculate. He's a great villain. Yeah. Also because his villainhood is basically him being half Pedro Pascal in real life and then yeah. being like comic booky villain. Yeah. I don't love Kristen Wiig in this movie. So originally. So, Christian Wig plays the female villain. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be given to Emma Stone. Oh, damn, that would have been a different she movie. She turned it down. Oh. But that, doesn't that make sense? It does make sense. So, my problem with the female villain is, like, they took a comedic actress, mm. took away her comedy first off, and then made her be the ugly girl turned pretty. Mm-hmm. Emma Stone plays that arc generally really well because yeah. she always will feel like she's a little bit out of her skin. Yeah. That's the beauty of Emma Stone. Emma Stone kind of goes, no, this is who I am, but also like, am I really here? Yeah. Uh. Emma Stone probably would have been great for this role. She would have been really good. Kristen Wiig played the comedy and then she played... Kristen Wiig just then fully went into the like, no, I'm an awkward girl who suddenly turned pretty. Yeah, I don't... I, I, oh, I have so many problems. I have so many problems with the everything of her character. Yeah. I do too. This, so, to me, this movie could have been great, but it focused on the wrong parts of the 80s. So, and it really relies around her arc. Yeah. Because the, the male villain, it fits very with the 80s, but it also makes sense for a movie of this, of this caliber Mm -hmm. and whatever. The female aspect is like, no, we wanted to create a fem- a, a complex female villain, but then it just relied on 80s tropes, and it doesn't fit at all. Yeah. So they basically took Kristen Wiig, who is a great comedic actress, and brought her in as, like, the ugly Betty. Yeah. They did. And, okay, so there's a couple of things. Wait, is there anything else that we like about the movie? before we get into this i think that i think that in the fight shots patty jenkins does a great job of making gal gadot and christian wig look good in every shot the fights the, the fighting fight is amazing fight scenes are always good the the cinematography is always immaculate yeah. Nah. and the children every child in this movie every is child is a fucking adorable, adorable. they show the chi- great all the children cute are children great and now let's get into it Kay. so <laughs> so Basically, the problem with Kristen Wiig's character is that, okay, she starts out, so she's like, oh, (laughs) I'm a nerd. (laughs) I'm a nerd. Look at me. I'm in my pink whatever three quarters shirt shirt. and then my like khaki skirt with leggings underneath. And I'm wearing high heels for the first time because I never did that. Also, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't track for anything that is anything like... Mm. nothing tracks about this movie nothing makes logical sense because if she okay okay let's think about this let's think about this realistically if she is supposed to be a scientist yeah 1984 a woman scientist yeah. also got okay so patty jenkins added a little too many women in this world in the 80s yeah because there's no way there was because Two women in an 80s science-driven... Makes sense. Mm-hmm. She added too many extra women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is sad because, like, give give roles to women. But also yes. it's like, the 80s were not a time. So it's like hidden figures? Yeah. 
a team of women were very small, but they were secularized to this one aspect because they were genuinely amazing at their jobs. And it was against the grain that they got to that point. Yeah. This was like, oh, yeah, women exist in this field. And it's like, it's like no, no, they no. don't. They exist in this field now. No. And men are mad about it. But yeah. they exist in this field now because you have to involve everybody. Yeah. Because and like, women make up more than half of the population. But they don't make up in the workforce and especially where they are in their, like, it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. It doesn't make sense. And, like, okay. There's that. Also, if this girl, okay, if this girl is at the height of her career, let's say she yeah. was born in 1963. She was born in 1963. She went to high school, did the whole thing, graduated did from college. college. So, no, she would have been born in 56. Cause she no, because to get Christian Wiig's job at this point in time, she would have had to also have a PhD. Right. So, she no, she would have been born in 56, which is the exact same age as my mother. Yeah. And so, she would have been born in 56, would have been gone to school, gone to everything. There is no way... That this is her first time wearing high heels. No. There's no way. Because, because she you, church, you... There was a whole thing. Even if it was kitten heels, it was still heels. You because still, that is what you wore and the thing when is, you is were going they out. They put her in pumps, not stilettos. Yeah. I have so many problems with the wardrobe of this. Because... It's, it's not 80s, and it's also not... It's too sleek. Yeah. It's too sleek all across the board. Because yeah. even Pigeon Pascal's wardrobe it's too sleek it's too sleek his should be oversized his the 80s should be have big. such a specific silhouette yeah. where it's like big shoulders tiny wings mm-hmm. and this didn't do it Mm-mm. so hers isn't right gal gadot's isn't right they they said that gal gadot's was based off brooke shields because she was a similar satra but i'm like brooke shields wasn't even wearing this in the 80s mm. no Bookshelves was wearing no, that no, in the no, 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 90s, no. not in the 80s. So it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel Every, right. And the 80s is such a specific time period that everyone knows and loves that they know what it's supposed to yeah. look and feel like. Yeah. So the mall felt 80s. It felt like Stranger Things because it's the same mall that was filmed in the Stranger Things. Why were there no scrunchies? Why were there no scrunchies? Why wasn't the hair big enough? Why wasn't there a big enough shoulder, shoulder pads? pads? Why isn't there more, like, big, thick belts? Because, okay, because if... Th- okay, this is the problem with Christopher's character. There's so many problems. But mm-hmm. one of the problems is the costuming. Yeah. Because the problem is she goes from slick wear that's slightly the wrong color to slick wear that's just black. Mm-hmm. And nude colors. But what should have happened Which was... Which was not the 80s. The 80s was neon. Neon. Uh, neon. And what should have happened was, was she should have been trying to dress like a teenager. Yes. And she should have gone too far in the 80s direction. And then pull back closer to Gal Gadot's character. Yes. But they didn't do that. They nope. did not do that. And also, it doesn't her character arc doesn't make sense because she literally she gets mad at Gal Gadot for having power, which doesn't make sense. No. There's this weird line that this movie walks where it's like, yes, we want women to have power, but mm-hmm. like only to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So it's like there's a whole scene where Kristen Wiig basically gets catcalled constantly throughout yeah. the movie. And there's one scene where she gets catcalled by someone on the feet when she's still in like the quote-unquote ugly mode. Mm-hmm. And Gal Gadot comes and saves her. And both of us kind of went, this movie would have been more effective and had more complex of a character in the female sense if instead of Gal Gadot saving her, she was actually... Like, assaulted. Assaulted by this man. Yeah. And then later she goes, I want I want Diana's 
powers, realizes Diana was way more powerful than she ever had, and then goes, why didn't you help me if you had all this power? Mm -hmm. Because what it actually reads as, Diana helped her, and then later she just goes crazy, yeah. instead of an, a, a real build to yeah. the craziness. Mm -hmm. There should have been an extra scene where she gets actually assaulted, then kind of punches a guy out, and then gets re-almost assaulted by the guy, yeah. and fucking ruins him yes because it comes out of nowhere basically she leaves this party and she just gets like all of these guys are talking to her and honestly like i don't understand why there's so many on one street but mm. whatever that's not how that works and 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 no i get caught called maybe twice when i walk down la brea yeah and it, that's like a 30 minute walk so a, like yeah yeah it's it's weird that they're all clustered together yeah it's like three in a row like you're just not walking right yeah you're i'm like go that's down not a even different like, street let's like go on a different street you because like that's street. like a bad street that is a bad street la brea is a main street and like you maybe get cat called once while you're walking down there and that's just being a woman in america mm -hmm. and like that sucks and it shouldn't be the way that it but is I mean, but like, it you is. get cat called on sunset you get cat called anywhere it doesn't really matter if it's a populated street mm -hmm. and she gets cat called and then she starts to beat up this guy who Kat called her earlier. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. No. It doesn't make sense. And then there's a homeless guy who she's been nice to and who she talks to. And he's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And again, that also doesn't make sense. Because mm -hmm. he should be like, he should still be on her side. Yeah. Like, none of this makes sense. And so, okay. So, okay. Let's start. I'm gonna I'm gonna run through everything and then stop me when you want to stop me. Okay. Okay. So basically, what happens is it opens up and there is a robbery. There's a robbery in a mall, and and they're they've come to rob this thing. They they also rob this totem at the same place because they're robbing a jewelry store. Uh, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman, comes in and she she basically stops everyone. She gets all the cameras because she doesn't want to be seen, and mm -hmm. because she doesn't want to be seen, she saves everyone. She saves the children because the robbers overreact, and then they take all the artifacts to the Smithsonian where yeah. she works. Kristen Wiig also works at the Smithsonian, and she's the nerd at the Smithsonian. It's like her first week there, but she meets Diana. She sees the leopard print shoes. When she sees the leopard print shoes, she goes, "Oh yes, I want to be like Diana." Then. Yeah. She wears tall heels. She's sleek and womanly and wonderful and, and strong. Yeah, she's great. So basically what happens is they get all the artifacts taken to the museum. They're going through all of them. Max Gold knows that he's looking for this one piece. So he... He's basically... So he's kind of when we were talking about this. So he's coded as Donald Trump, but he's also really coded as... Dodie Lafayette's dad? Yes. Correct? Yeah, that's... We yeah. were talking about this earlier. So, Dodie Lafayette, his father, if you've watched The Crown this season, it gets into the 80s and how basically capitalism was at its peak because of trickle-down economics. And, and, and it's basically like men who have decided that they are going to be rich to fit into the upper class elite and they will yeah. do whatever they can to get it and they will buy whatever it is to get it. So he's like a mix between Donny Lafayette's father and Donald Trump. Yeah, and it's it is hard because this came out while Donald Trump was president, so it's like certain things that were very Yeah. Dora Lafayette kind of like went away to the Trump coding. Right. Which kind of hindered the movie. It did hinder the movie because in a lot of ways. Because also, like, I I can definitely see I can definitely see and understand 
like, because Patty Jenkins is a child of the 80s, when I watched it again, having the knowledge of the crown, I went, yeah. oh, this is totally off my head. But, like... Yeah, I wouldn't... I didn't know that, though, because I didn't watch the crown. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it is very specific things. And when you think 80s, mm-hmm. big businessman, you immediately think Trump in today's day and age because of the election, because yeah. of who Trump is, because he was involved in all of this media. Right. And it- Whereas, like, Pedro Pascal's character really cared about the thing he was invested in yeah. and being successful. And then and it went it was- away for the sake of, yeah. of making it. And also, it was one of those things where I think, and maybe I'm putting too much into it, but it feels like she was too clever for it because yeah. her name is Diana. Yeah. And so I think she went Diana, Diana the princess of the 80s. She's a real princess, don't yeah. know that. But it doesn't track if you're not in that mindset. No, no, no. If you're, this is definitely a movie that like, your mindset changes depending on what version of the 80s you're in. Because mm-hmm. people have different versions of the 80s. Yeah. They have the, like, fitness crazed, like, mm-hmm. everything's selling to you version of the 80s, very Olivia Newton-John, very whatever. Or they have, like, the Diana, the 80s. Yeah. Which is, like, political intrigue. Yeah. And then there's just the Cosby 80s, which we don't talk about anymore. No. Um... <laughs> We no longer talk about it. And so, basically, Max Lord comes in, and he is, like, the see-on-TV guy who's selling gold. And yeah, and he's like, if you can dream it, you can have it. You like, can it's, have it. That's it. That's his whole that's Which his whole is spiel. a very 80s spiel of, like, yeah. the 80s kind of came this time of, like, you want it, you can have it. Yeah. You want it, you can have it. You want it, you can have it. You want it, go get it. Street smarts. So, he... He is like, he's the guy on television. He goes and he's looking for this totem because the totem he knows will grant all of his wishes. It's basically a genie in the bottle. Yeah. Without the genie. Pedro Pascal is doing his best. He's like Pedro Pascal, the goofy version, and then villain. Yeah. And it's good. It is a very 80s villain. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. No, it is. He's doing fine. I'm not mad at Pedro. I'm not mad at any of the actors. I'm just mad about the writing. I'm mad at Kristen Wiig a little bit. I am mad at her. Really? I am mad because everything that she did is not anything that she didn't do on SNL. Mm. And this was her moment to really break free from SNL. It was. And also because because female Ghostbusters did so poorly. Which is so sad. And I'm like. I really liked female Ghostbusters too. Like, but I'm like, I'm just. You know everything is writing on it. And I love, like, I love you, Kristen Wiig. But like. And I don't know if you just didn't have the direction. I don't know. I wish the best for you. But I do wish that there had been more depth of character. It's hard to know what was the writer and what was the actors and what was what in this movie. Mm -hmm. I think the actors all did kind of their best. But, like, because it was supposed to be Emma Stone and it wasn't supposed to be, like, Kristen Wiig. I understand kind of where it went. Also, the age difference between them is very vast. Yeah. I'm still confused on why they didn't pick someone. I. My biggest thing is, like, so they went through all of the 80s tropey, like, character arcs at once. Whereas, like, they tried to have too many, like, depth infused villains at once. Mm Because if you just had. Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal's villain makes sense for the 80s. Mm-hmm. Kristen Wiig's 
also makes sense for the 80s. It's just that Kristen Wiggs we've moved on from in this point in time because yeah. it was kind of just like, this is a female villain who was wrong because she was considered ugly and nerdy in mm-hmm. the 80s. And it's like we've moved on past that. Mm-hmm. We like women who are a little nerdy and off the grain now. Yeah. And hers was really just like, oh, I've just learned how to dress better. Like, I've always had this body, but I've learned how to dress and better. And it's like you just put on neutral it's like, tones. Like, it's really great that you've learned how to wear heels so you could jump over this puddle. And I'm like... It's like, no! Like, no! Ugh. Because it is the thing of, like, she jumped from, like, these men have been harassing me mm-hmm. to I'm kicking their asses too fast. Yes! Because it, cause to me, it reads that, like... Oh my god, this guy harassed me and he almost tried to rape me. Yeah. To I'm kicking his ass rather than like this has happened. Mm-hmm. I fucking deck one person, feel bad about it, and move on, and then an- this guy comes back and tries to do it again and I fucking demolish him. If he, she if it was that arc, it would have been like, "Oh no, that makes sense. Like you were pushed too far past the grain." Okay. So now you become totally against okay now that we're talking about it because we go so we didn't talk about the the cold open which was basically Mm. which was basically the whole island going through the female olympics oh yeah and and basically what happens is diana doesn't cheat but she takes a shortcut she takes shortcuts because she's the youngest and the smallest of all of them. She goes, oh, I can't climb the rope as fast as them. I'm going to use this thing that already has the built-in things yeah. to get me but to this th- point. But there, also there was another woman doing the same thing. Yeah. So she, like, she like is smaller, younger, and so she's doing the things to get her head faster. But she misses one, one checkpoint. Check, one checkpoint. One check, which she actually could have gotten. She just forgot about. Yeah. But her mom basically takes her aside and goes, her no, you're oh, fine. No, no, that was her mom at that point. No, that's Robin Wright. That's her aunt. I thought it was her aunt at the beginning and then her mom. No, no, no. no. You're thinking woman in Zalongo. That's definitely her aunt. Fine. (laughs) Fine. Her aunt takes her side and goes, you weren't ready to win. That's why we didn't take you. But it was silver versus gold. Are you kidding? Are you sure? What? Are you sure it wasn't Robin Wright is her aunt because she dies in the first one. Yeah, but, like, I thought there was a, a period where it was, was, like, woman and silver, woman and gold, mom versus aunt. I think you're making that up, because okay. Robin Wright is her is her aunt. Fine. So, <laughs> anyway, one of her female figures of leadership comes in and basically <laughs> takes her aside and goes, like, you aren't ready to win. The truth is all that matters. Right. And Diana's like okay, I get it, I was cheating, like, I'm upset about it, but I was cheating, and the truth is all that matters in the end, which does come back in the very end of the movie. It does come back, but what, okay, what I don't, okay, because what I wish had happened, this is, okay, we were talking about, because we get this whole cold open, where she goes, Mm -hmm. oh, I cheated. Mm -hmm. What I wish had happened was that Pedro Pascal and this girl had gone to school together. Oh. And, and, and he had always ignored her. Yeah. And, but the thing is that, because even with his backstory that comes up later, which is that he was just trying, he was blah, 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 blah. 
what's what, what is the absolute worst thing that can happen to you is not that the popular kid ignores you in high school it's that the nerd ignores you in high school yeah and that's what i wish was in like the backstory that was in the movie because if that had happened that would have made so much and sense. that's very 80s and it's very 80s it's the same trope like if it was like they were in high school in the 70s and he ignored her mm-hmm. and but he still had nothing and she meets him and she's like no i knew he would do well i always had faith in him and yeah. then it makes sense on why she counts on him as a duo yeah but that still didn't happen so so basically he comes over and he's like He's like, oh, I heard you that you got this shipment. I just kind of want to see what's happening. He's a big benefactor in the yeah. in the Smithsonian, which I don't even know what kind of money that takes, but it takes. I don't money. even know. And 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 there is a fundraiser that is supposed to happen, and Gal Gadot makes a wish, haphazardly. Yeah. To bring back her old love. Yeah. She just kind of not even bring back. She just kind of goes, I miss him. I wish he was here. Chris Pine. Chris Pine. She she's like, I wish he was here. Roger, what's his name? Steve. Steve something. It's not Steve Rogers. It's not Steve Rogers, but it's Steve something. It's Bobo Steve Rogers. Fuck, what the fuck is his name? And, and he, and so then she wishes for that to happen. At this time, there is a montage where they don't use any synth and they don't use any 80s music at all. And she Mm -hmm. goes to a mall and Kristen Wiig basically tries on a black dress and is completely reformed and also found some leave-in conditioner. Mm-hmm. Um, Steve Trevor. There we go. <laughs> Sorry. Can I continue? Steve Treasure. Steve Treasure. Trevor. Steve Trevor is his name? Chris Pine is a treasure, but he is Steve He's Trevor in this movie. Steve Trevor. How were we not supposed to call him Steve Rogers? How are we not? Um. Meh. So, Bobo Steve Rogers is is now basically awoken in another man's body. Yes. And he's been following Gal Gadot from her apartment to the party, and he gets in from the power of being a white man. And, and he follows her around, and she's on the case trying to figure out what happened to this totem, because Max Lord has taken it. Yeah. Um, and... Basically, he stops her and he tells her the line from the first movie, Mm -hmm. which was, I wish we had more time. And then he hands her now an electronic watch. And she realizes that it is Steve Trevor and she finally sees him as Steve Trevor, not as this random guy who approached her. Yeah. And so then, obviously, they go back to the apartment and they get busy. Um, You okay? I was coughing. I know you're coughing. That's why I'm asking if you're okay. 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 So, so they do this whole thing, and they get to have a fun night together, and then she's like, she's like, okay, well, let me, let I have to figure out why, what brought you back, what brought back my dead boyfriend. That, yeah. Because that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and, and, and now Kristen Wiig is like all in the arms of Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And she's like, she's like, oh, yes, I'm going to get with him. And he is now, are you okay? Fine. <laughs> okay. Um, and so he's basically like, 
he has turned the totem into himself and now it's a wishing totem and he can grant wishes yeah that is accurate uh-huh um <laughs> sorry i am watching daria do things that like should not be i'm trying to figure out why they're happening rude R- rude rude i don't understand why you don't understand why they might be happening because you tried to pour <laughs> seltzer into a glass and miss, and I don't understand why you couldn't just drink it from the can. Because I was going to pour this in the rest of it. Okay. Anyway, keep going. All right. So, <laughs> so, so they go through, and now, now she's like, okay, we have to figure out what this totem is. They find out that the totem is from the gods. There's ancient text on it. She yeah, goes to, yeah. They go to Pakistan. There's this whole thing that doesn't really matter. Basically, what happens is she there's a fight scene. It's nice. He flies a plane. It make she makes the plane invisible. Oh yeah. Um, and there's this whole scene where he's just discovering new things. All charming. All great. Whatever. Then it basically gets to this point where. Max Lord has decided to be a televangelist. Yeah, he's basically, he, he has gone into the president's office and been like, don't you wish you could wish for one more great thing that would help you win this thing? And the president's like, I wish we had more nuclear weapons. And he's like, I give you this. And in return, I get all of the respectability that comes becoming with yeah. the American president. Which at this time, I was like, no one fucking respects the American president because he was Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Um, <laughs> but like, so like yeah that makes sense but because, also it's like what because basically basically what happened is he had he had a company he had a company it was a bad company yeah it wasn't doing well like trump at all and it said that they were making money they weren't making money he no. then wished for them to make money he's now using other people's wishes to get what he wants and it's like he gives and he takes it's all all in the same thing he also has a son who is not his own no. That son. His son is adopted. His son is not adopted. And I kept being like, he's adopted. And Tabitha was like, they just cast it wrongly. And I was like, well, but for the sake of this movie, they're, he's adopted. Because this not, is a little Filipino not, boy. He's not an adopted. Okay. Here's the thing about Max Lord, which is why I know he's not adopted. If the son was adopted, do you think he would actually take care of him? If they no. were divorced? No, he wouldn't. That's how you know the son's not adopted. They cast an Asian child as his son. Which, which is colorblind casting. It's fine. But it also doesn't make sense for the 80s. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Like, it's like, it's going to the scenes that it's like, it is distracting to watch. Because you go, And Pedro Pascal makes the most of it. Pedro Pascal gives this little boy the biggest hug of his entire life. And, and that, you're like, God damn, good for you, Pedro Pascal. And that kid looks like, this is the biggest hug I've had in my entire life. And he goes, he looks up at him, he's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I get it that we're like, you're my dad, but like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So, basically we get to this cat scene. And, and, well, okay, we get to the point where Diana realizes that she cannot hold on to Steve Trevor. Yeah, 
she she basically was like steve has given me the biggest love of my life he's also taught me how to fly because he had a whole allegory for flying it's just like becoming one with the wind mm-hmm. so she learns how to fly because of that and then she like goes to this island where fucking pedro pascal is like televangelizing to get everyone to wish for what he, they want so that he can draw off their power and whatever and fucking christian wig is turned into a cat woman yeah um in a cheetah sense which i'm like yeah, she, there's a whole scene where she goes like, I want to be an apex predator. I'm like, cheetahs are not apex predators. They're known for having the worst anima. They are known for knowing only to go to a certain spot. They are known for going fast and then being able to turn on a dime and then immediately lose all their anima. Yeah. Because they don't have it. They're fast and that's it. Yeah. It's and dumb. So it's then, dumb. And also she starts to use her lasso on lightning. Yes, and which is like not how lightning works. Lightning is not a solid rod. No, it it's just a it's just a streak of light in a moment. It doesn't make sense. And so they have this like literal cat fight, which is like a fine fight scene. It's fine, but it's, it's so fine, weird. But it doesn't make sense because now Kristen Wiig is also a furry. Yeah, like what? It doesn't like oh. And then at this time, like Max Lord is being a televangelist and basically taking everyone's prayers. And like, give me your them. wishes, and I will take you from what I will grant you a wish and then give you and then take from you what I want. Yeah, and so then because he, he looks like a mummy, he looks like death. Yeah, he looks straight like death. Like he looks like he's fin- fixing to pass out. He looks like he wished for cancer, and so he starts to take people's health and shit. And at this point. The logic of what is happening starts to not make sense. Because she uses the lasso of truth to then be a golden light to cast upon him. Yeah, she fucking decks the woman who's turned into a cheetah because she doesn't matter. Yeah, she doesn't matter. And then she gets into the room and then she, like, lassos him. And he, like, for some reason takes off his suspenders and his bow tie for no fucking reason. And then she, like, she... I do like this allegory for arguing because when you are arguing, you're not changing the lives of the person you're arguing with. You're changing the lives of the arguing of the people surrounding the argument. Mm-hmm. But she basically lassos him and is like, no, this is what truth is. This is what destiny is. Like, like renounce your wish and you will get what you want. Mm-hmm. Because at what cost did you wish for this thing? And he can't see it. And he's like, well, I don't see that. And he's just like, I wasn't talking to you. And it's like to everyone else in the world. So everyone starts renouncing their wish. Okay. What I don't understand is how does she take the lasso, turn it into a gold light to where they can't see her because she also broke the television. Yeah. So how is it still broadcasting? Through the lasso of truth. 80s cinema tactics. No, I don't. Mm, I 80s don't stand. cinema tactics. I don't stand. And then the movie ends. Like, it doesn't fucking matter. How would we fix the movie? <laughs> so here's the thing. I don't think they should have added the the Kristen Wiig character arc at all. Because it's just, it's not feminism. No. It doesn't make sense. It it's relies on the fact of, like, ugly, ugly Betty tactics of, like, oh, my God, the poor nerdy girl is now glowed up and, like, realizes her own power and now she uses it for bad. Like, that's fucking stupid. It just doesn't make sense. 
So how we would fix it is send her just around Pedro Pascal's villainous whatever. Have a hot fucking sidekick or whatever who wants to have ultimate power. Mm-hmm. But don't involve the actual, like, female arc. Mm. Or if you do, combine Pedro Pascal's and hers into one. Yeah. They should have... My problem, my problem with this movie is that it's fake feminism. Mm-hmm. Because in my head... Mm-hmm. I go, if, wouldn't it be great if Kristen Wiig was the only villain? Yeah! That's the thing. If you want Pedro Pascal, you can't have Kristen Wiig. But if you want Kristen Wiig, you can't have Pedro Pascal. Yeah, because it's like, just focus on one. Just focus on the one, and that's it. Because that's true feminism. Mm-hmm. Instead of having two, two villains, one female, because... It's you a, have to have a female villain. You ha- No, because you have to have a male villain. That's what it actually is. Oh, you're right. Yeah, because it's like, no, you don't have to have a male villain. You can just have a female villain who's fully fleshed out, who who has all of the same... Literally, give Kristen Wiig the adopted child. Give, yeah. give her all of the same things that Pedro Pascal had, and it... It, that movie would be a thousand times better. Yeah. It would. Because then you wouldn't... Because you don't have to have the jealousy thing. It is... Because if you make it a woman who just wants to be and on top of corporate America... Yeah. That makes more sense. Then, yeah. That then makes whatever more sense. the fuck that was. Because we're tired of seeing men do the same thing. Not that, like, we don't stand for Pedro Pascal. But, like, it's... It's not Pedro Pascal, but it's like... Men have always been the top of... Corporate right. America. They and, just always have. And if we're making up a story, we're making up a comic book story. In this era. In this era, then have it be that she is the head of the exact same company. And just yeah. make her female. Yeah. It's not that hard. It's really not. The things that bothers most about the movie is like the core of the movie is actually a good movie. Yeah. It just focused on all the wrong things. It did focus. Because also it didn't feel 80s because the music wasn't very 80s. Yeah. Hans Zimmer, great composer. They didn't have enough 80s songs where, where they needed it. They Okay, there is not one recognizable 80s song in this entire thing. Shame. Because like 80s is the time for cinema where you knew it was made in the 80s because of the music. Yeah. And they didn't have... One and it's so easy. And I don't understand the logic in that because if they had, I guarantee you the audience score on this movie would be a thousand times better than it was because in the trailer they put synth. Yeah. So it's not hard. No, that's not. It could have done it, and I don't know because like even, you know, like my directorial style would have been like when they were fighting like at, yeah. in the catwalk. In the cat fight, it would have been like, head over heels, where should I go? Like, that song would have yeah. been fucking hilarious while they're fighting in heels. Yeah. But there's just, like, little things that they could have done that they didn't do. There's just not good 80s. It's not good 80s. No, which no. is sad because 80s is one of the easiest, it's like, so eras easy. to recreate. Yeah. We have such a strong basis for it. Yeah, we really do. Um... So, we have more problems with 1984. We'll get into it. But, um, what does your card say? 
Did you give me a card? Was this the card? Yeah. Oh. Oh, so we're going to do truth or drink. It's honestly, we truth and drink at the same time. Let's be real. Yeah. If I died tomorrow, what regrets would you have about our relationship? None. Really? That's nice. Yeah. I genuinely can't think of a a regret that I would have about a relationship. Yeah. No. It's pretty good. It's good. Okay. I'm my best friend. You're my best friend. No. Um, (laughs) what's the weirdest thing about me? Where to start? (laughs) We're both pretty weird people. Yeah. Um, the weirdest thing about you, my, I think the weirdest thing about you is that you didn't understand what jazz is, even though you've been listening to it your entire life. Like, you genuinely, like, you will be like, oh, I don't know what that is. And then I'll be like, no, these are the things in your life. And I'll be like, oh, oh, yeah, that is related to this thing. And I'll be like, yeah, it's fucking jazz. Okay, do you want to know? Okay, I, now that you're saying this, I now understand why I didn't know what jazz was. Really? Yeah, because I took jazz dance. Oh, jazz dance and jazz music, not the same thing. It's not the same thing, but because I took jazz dance and I didn't understand the difference, Mm. because I remember taking it and then I ended up doing, I ended up doing a jazz dance to The Lion King, I Just Can't Wait to Be King. What? Yeah, there's a videotape of me doing this dance. Um, and it was like, it was a whole thing where I did a jazz dance. It was a solo that I got to do. And, 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 and because of that, I didn't understand what jazz was. That makes so much sense, though. Yeah. So, like, meh. Um, weird thing about you is... So many things. There are a lot of things. There are. <laughs> um, I'm a little gremlin in my daily life. You are. You are a little gremlin. Um, I am both the person you want to take home to your parents, and then I am a gremlin. It is the fact that you are graceful and clumsy at the same time. I don't know how you manage both. I don't know either, because I literally be like, this dance, I can do it stunningly, and then I'll walk away and run into a wall. Like, I will literally be like, ballet on point, and then I will be like, oh, where where did this pillar come from? Ow, my head hurts. Like, it's so ridiculous. I have watched you. Like, I, I was like, I watched you drop your phone seven times in like a three minute period and i was like i was like how is she doing i'm literally the most grateful graceful when i need to be and then so fucking no here's the thing you're not just graceful you're fucking stoic that's the weird thing is that it's like you're stoic but you're clumsy at the same time and that does not make sense when i'm on stage i know exactly where my body is when i'm off stage who the fuck knows you don't, you don't know where your body is you don't, you don't know where objects are like it is wild i will push the glasses off of tables it's ridiculous it i like or you ran like you ran into the wall like you <laughs> ran into I know. I've run into so many things, but it is amazing. Honestly, it is amazing that we both don't have concussions at this very moment. Yup. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, what would you 
what would you rate the frosé we had? Do you want to share the the recipe that you created? Um, I mean, it, I mean, I pretty much shared it. Yeah. I mean, I guess you did. It's here's the thing. It's a little chunky. I'm running into <laughs> some chunks, so I'm giving it a seven. I'm giving yeah. It, I'm giving it like a seven out of ten. Um, lightning, Lassaroos. I'm gonna be nicer. I give it an eight because it's like really tasty. Oh, okay, thanks. Like it's super, super tasty. Oh my god! Do you pour yourself another drink glass? Mhm. Okay, yeah. No, it's good. <laughs> I would give it an eight out of ten. Invisible planes flying through fireworks. Ah, okay. What would you rate the movie? Oh, I don't even know. It's one of those things where it's like the bare bones of the movies could have been great. But because it focused on the things it focused on, it's going to score less. So I give it... mm, Because I would never watch it again if I needed to. Yeah. (laughs) I give it a 4 out of 10. Mm. Like, uh, identity swaps into Chris Pine. Because that trope was not done correctly. It was It was done in the way that you wanted to see more of Chris Pine. Yeah. But, like, that's not a... That, like, that trope is not... Does not work in this time. No, and, like, Chris Pine is being an absolute cutie the entire time. We love Chris Pine. He's doing his job. He is doing his job, and he is doing it well. And I would say all of the actors are doing their job well. It is a reverse way. But, like... But, like... It's just not. Mm, I'm gonna give this movie mm-hmm. like a. Okay, I will say when I watched this Christmas of 2021, I was angry. I was angry because I had waited for this movie and I was very excited, and it was supposed to come out, and then the pandemic happened, and then I got pushed back six months, and I was very upset. And then we ended up not watching Christmas movies to watch yeah. this movie. And I remember sitting on the couch being like, nope. Um, so for that alone, I want to give it a three. But I think I'm actually going to give it a three out of five. 3.5 out of ten. Um, wings for no reason. Yeah, wings that were shields but didn't actually require the, the idea of being wings. Yeah, because I'm also... I'm so confused by that. I'm so confused about what was supposed to happen. I do I do actively want to know what was supposed to happen with original Wonder Woman. Yeah. Because that whole thing doesn't make sense to me. That I'm trying to figure out what DC was planning. Because it doesn't make sense. But, yeah. yeah. What is your random ramen fact of the week? My random ramen fact of the week is that there are 22 different styles of ramen in Japan. Wow. Yeah, relating to their styles, the way they're like, like the, the broth is curated. There's 22. That's crazy. That's crazy. What is yours? Um, the word ramen may have come from the Chinese word ayamen, which is the mm. Chinese type of noodle. Interesting. And that is my fact of the day. Anyway. Um, yeah. Is there is there any final things that you would like to say about Wonder Woman 1984? 
I am sad that Patty Jenkins won't get to make a third Wonder Woman because Gal Gadot deserves a third Wonder Woman because she is literally mm-hmm. Wonder Woman and Linda Carter should have been in it. Mm-hmm. But I understand that James Gunn kind of came in and went, let's scrap everything and start over. Even if it doesn't involve Gal Gadot. Because Gal Gadot is a perfect Wonder Woman. I think that if they kept the original writers of the first Wonder Woman, it would be great. Yeah. Because Patty Jenkins does know how to make Wonder Woman look fantastic. She She just doesn't know how to write it. Yeah. And that's sad. It is really sad. For you? I, I would love... Honestly, this is my plea... To anybody that I, I can write. Yeah. Please let me write for you guys. Yeah. And just listen to me because, like, just, just, just watching this and coming up with the fifteen different ways where this movie could have been better. Jesus. It's just very frustrating to me as a human. Um, and like Patty Jenkins, like, know your strengths. You are a great director. Yeah, she had really amazing... I read kind of like a behind-the-scenes of like her actual... This is how this should be shot. And the editor coming in being like, no, this is great. She knows how to shoot a superhero movie. Yeah, she does. Every every shot looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's just she doesn't know how to write one because she doesn't know the, in, in the integral storyline. She doesn't... And also... I feel as though there was some missed opportunities when it came to cinematography because, like, there could have been a lot of fuzziness. Like, I would have loved, because there were so many things of people waking up from the reality. Yeah. And I would have loved when people woke up from the reality every time that it was the fuzzy screen from a TV. Oh, that would have been so great, especially for the 80s. Yeah. Uh, like, there's just little things that bug me about what could have made it better. Here's the thing. I think Marvel's doing great with this, its rep- recapitulation of the original works. DC is going to have another strain of, like, hey, we're scrapping everything and redoing everything once again to make it truly immaculate. Yeah. Marvel's kind of in its immaculate timeline where it's like you can't kind of you can't get better than what Marvel's giving today. Mm-hmm. DC is once in a while it hits gold, yeah. but once in a while it does not. It does not. It it does not. And 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 I know that James Gunn is coming in to fix it, and we're at this weird point where they're again in another intermediary situation. Yeah. It's just it's just very frustrating to watch. It's really just that the boys is doing everything that DC wanted to do but better. Yeah. And it's also it's you have all the source material. It's like it's like watching your friend who has nothing but talent <laughs> just squander it away. Yeah. It it like it's like you have everything you have everything going for you. Just just do the thing. Just just, just figure thing. it out. Do just, the thing. Just do the thing. Why can no one figure out how to do? Because what I I like, it feels like DC is cursed. Yeah. It just feels like it's cursed. Like it's like there's why why can no one figure this shit out? It's not that hard. No, it's not. It's really. I think they just didn't. They didn't settle into their their thing early on. Yeah. 
And so now they're just constantly trying to create what the comics were. But no. Because, like... But you're saying, I think DC cartoons... DC cartoons... Are great. Great. Yeah. But it's not... Cartoons are not high cinema, and they want to find the high cinema, and they haven't. But DC... But they have with the Joker and the Batman, but, like, it's like they can't fucking make that marketable 100% of the time. But DC TV shows work. Yeah, they do. DC TV shows work. And what I never understood is why. Why they take and do separate characters from their TV shows. That that never made sense to me. I really don't know. Because I understand that, like, because they were like, well, there's a multiverse. But then MCU Mm -hmm. established the multiverse way better. Yeah, they did. So, like, why are we doing... It's a whole... It's, it's a, a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Anyways. We're probably talking about it again. We talk about DC a lot. Yeah. Okay. What? Where can they find you? They can find me at GoodHop28. Where can they find you? Um. Also, do you have any projects coming out? Oh, my God. So, I am going to be in a new musical called Cherries Were Unfair. I literally got cast not that long ago. Um, but we are doing a show April 15th. I'm also going to be on the cast album. There's a lot of things happening with it. Um, it has the possibility of going further than where it is right now. I'm really excited for it. It's basically Spam A Lot meets Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do you have anything fun for coming out? No. I mean, <laughs> um, Tabitha is basically working the circuit and like background work, but she also has been doing some ads. Like we, we're getting there. We're getting, here's the thing. Like I'm kind of working. She's working the commercial aspect. I'm working the theater aspect, and who knows where we'll end up. Who knows where? Like okay, here's the thing. You will see my face places. By the time this comes out, there will be something. But it's so weird. So like the Earth Day episode of Abbott Elementary will come out around this time. But mm-hmm. also the fucking like the Yeti commercial will also come out around this time. Like it's like there's too many things happening. You're gonna see my face. There's small things happening with both of us. Just keep in touch with us because we're gonna be doing things. Yeah, just follow us. We're I, I think I think we're on the the verge of being around. We're just we're two people who are always gonna be around. Yeah. Who knows how great that sphere will be. Yeah. But I'm going to be in a really cool original play that I didn't think I was going to be in. And please Yay. come see it. Or if not, like, hopefully it moves on to maybe it'll move on to London. I don't really know. No, I think it's no, this seems this seems like good writing. So I think it's going to move on. It's fucking wild. It's I'm good. so excited. If it becomes a cult classic alone, I'm fucking ready for it. Yeah, because I love the script of this play. It's really good. There's a hermaphrodite dragon. What the fuck? No, it's good. I'm really happy for you for this. It's really yeah. good. Anyway, so that's what's happening in our lives. Um, uh, Comment on our stuff. Give us a five-star rating. We keep saying we're going to sing your name if you give us a five-star rating, and we still will. It's just that we record in advance because we're prepared bitches. Yeah. So we love you. Um, It'll probably be, like, in May. Um, So they can find you at GoodHop28. Yeah. And they can find me at Tabitha underscore the one and only. You can find our podcast at RamanRosePodcast.com and on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and the next episode is our 420 episode. Yeah, let's so we're going to do it a little high. Let's just say we've already been preparing. Love you. Love you. Thank Bye. you for listening. Bye. <laughs>